0: Hey guys, I'm Lar. And I'm Anna. And welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes, vibes only. Hello, everybody. I'm Laura. I'm Anna. And welcome back. You just threw me off a little. Why? Because I feel like you normally really like, hey, Lar, hey, Anna, but you oh. said hello to everyone else first, so I was like ready to <laughs> you through a curveball I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I haven't opened up, I don't think, this season yet, so maybe that's why I was thrown no, off. Maybe. Well, hey. Switching <laughs> it up in season three. I am. Saying hi to our listeners first. I guess they are more important. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. So how are you? I'm doing well. Good. We're both exhausted at this moment. Yeah, I'm, like, very tired today. I don't know why. And you just said you didn't eat. That's... I had a protein bar, but it tasted like ass. It wasn't good. Yeah. Protein bars are, like, hit or miss. Yeah. I, I like was... them when they taste like a candy bar. Yeah. That's the only time We're, I like, like them. not even, like, super, super sweet, but it was, like, one of those, like, it was a new one. When I grabbed it out of the bin, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure about this. And then I got in my car and I was eating it. And I was like, yeah, this is a poor decision. But I okay. here. I just joined a bougie gym. Oh, yes. And the bougie gym. A very bougie gym. So I live like near the main line. Like we're kind of considered main line. Yeah. But like not. But this is like a main line gym, mm-hmm. which is bougie. And I am obsessed <laughs> for the wrong reasons. It has a spa. Oh, I think you told me this. And a hair like you could get a blowout. You can get a haircut. What? You could get a massage. It has a salon. It's a full-fledged spa salon. They also have a cafe. What world? Oh, it's wonderful. And they have a cafe, and you get these like smoothies, protein smoothies, which is what made me think about Uh, it. Okay. And I'm like just pouring money into these things. Yeah, I would. I would spend more money at the gym. I yeah. That's I, much much I remember, like, back in the day, like, still in college. Back in the day, when I'd be home for summer, and I went to Planet Fitness, and they would do like pizza Mondays, oh and I would be <laughs> like, so like, disgusting. I know who does that. Like, you're honestly, just, I remember I would want to throw up from the smell. I'd be like, working oh no, out. I was like all for it. Well, of course you're for it. You love pizza. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't like eat and then work out. I would work out, and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna. People would legit just like it would be right next to the treadmills, the pizza. And so they would have this greasy pizza. And again, it's because I don't remember it like like that. Oh my God. It would be, they would, at least at mine. At, At, by Walmart. Yeah.
1: The one that I to You day. were dramatic. No, it was I'm like not, over
0: on the side. It was literally. I could see everyone. You could see it. Down you could see pizzas. it, but you couldn't smell it. Oh, you could totally smell it's it. it. It's dramatic. You couldn't smell it. I bet anyone who's been to Planet Fitness on Pizza Friday <laughs> couldn't. Oh, was it Friday? I thought. I don't know why I thought it was Mondays. Well, so there was Bagel Day, like a bagel. Oh, morning. I was never there that early in the morning. And then there was a pizza, like afternoon, mm. evening situation. I don't yeah. know which day. Well, I remember the pizza because I loved it remember really smell and that's dramatic it didn't smell <laughs> well this one has a full cafe um so but it's on a different floor as the the okay. three floors. i respect that <laughs> um what am i sorry i got a notification um <laughs> <laughs> like concerned me for a second um so we have exciting news though this is our last episode of Valentine's Valentine's yes. Day week whatever you want to call it and um we have a giveaway that we're going to be posting today we that we're really excited about um we've been wanting to post it all week but we felt like it would be a great end of week celebration mm-hmm. welcome back to season three welcome back to us mm-hmm. i may be wearing an item that might be in the giveaway so check out our youtube check out plug yes check out the youtube <laughs> and check out the giveaway mm-hmm. um we're gonna be posting it today it's friday um well it's not right now but when you're listening it's friday pretending it's friday right yeah now. um so yeah no i'm super excited for the giveaway i think you guys are gonna love it yeah really exciting has a little something to do with our sponsor for this week it does T-Boutique. actually
1: didn't oh, plan that,
0: but I'm wearing T-Boutique merch right now. Anna's pretty much wearing our You know, giveaway. just like <laughs> gals supporting gals, you know? I, I love it. I was going to say I loved the color I of I didn't the even, literally didn't, I was just like, I knew I was going to wear the hat. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, pink. It just matched. Wow, look at me. Yeah, you're cute. Taylor, don't ever say I'm not a good friend. Because this <laughs> was just like unplanned. I just love this sweatshirt. Just naturally supportive. She sells like really cool like acid, acid dye acid wash yeah sweatshirts with the tea boutique yeah that's true so you listening right now you can't see it but if you watch the youtube you can see it you'll be able to Um, see it but yeah very cute herself so cute yeah fucking adorable um so so yeah apply check out apply like apply for the giveaway apply for the giveaway enter for the giveaway i'm still in work brain (laughs) a little i came over and lauren's literally working I'm like talking to her she's like can you just give me one second I need to send this email and I'm like it's seven o'clock I mean you're not wrong but (laughs) I was like okay yes miss thing (laughs) <laughs> sure send your work email at seven o'clock at night listen I'm I'm over to you. no I'm not I hate when people send me late emails I was like oh, I was working all night I not speak. Oh. I was just yeah I fucking hate that when people No, are, I hate it too when people are like oh like you know I just like I've been logged on since 5 a.m or like oh I worked so late last so night I'm like you really think that this company is paying you to do that like they no. don't give a shit I I clock in when I need to clock in and I clock out when I clock out. I take my PTO. I take my lunch break. Yeah. Like if you don't do that, you're psychotic. Like you're working yeah. for free and it's stupid. If I have to like work late cause I like need to get something done. Sure. I'll like yeah. work a little later. But like, I hate when people I'm like, you're not cool. No, I, I think, yeah. Like when people did, I, there's this one person at work who doesn't let you like for me i have no choice right now we're like down a person but like so sometimes i just have to mm-hmm. but i don't talk about it it's just weird there's this one person who talks about it it's like oh, i was on all day all weekend oh the weekend ones i'm, I'm like, like okay you i don't check life, my email i'm not checking yeah. email she's just like yeah i was just getting some stuff done. like not uh-huh. having not having a work-life balance isn't something to like brag about no i can't like people who do that i'm like you look like an idiot yeah no i can't stand that no But anyway, regardless, sorry, no more work talk. Yes. We have a real, we're going to get real today. Oh, we have a, can I just preface this? That we have uh, recorded this episode before. Kind of. Yeah. We like tried to record a similar episode last year and it just like was all over the place. It was one of our first ones we've ever did. So Yeah. It, it was in the first yeah, batch. And it, was it was definitely all over. The place. It was the first one we ever recorded and scratched and just, like, didn't, and didn't use it. And our only one, I think. Um, we've I recorded think we've some a- that we never used, but yeah, that one we actually did want to do something with. Yeah. But, well, let's tell them it's going to be about relationships. Yeah. Um, our past relationships, breakups, things like that, what we've learned, that whole realm of so it. So vulnerable. Yes spilling the tea, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of, I was like thinking about it and for anyone watching on YouTube, I mean, you won't know listening right now of our podcast, but if I'm like reading our outline, yeah, because I'm very specific about the words I chose when talking about certain things. Mm -hmm. So I really am like straight up reading from our outline. Um, just because i feel I'm kind of happy that we scratched it last time because I feel like, Not that I said anything, I think, super bad last time. Yeah. But I think, um, I don't, I think I'm, the way I phrase things now is, I'm in a much better place to record this episode now. What growth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so much has happened since we have last had that conversation. A lot has changed. Mm -hmm. And... Before, like, so, so when you're talking about relationships, I mean, obviously a lot of our listeners know us in real life. So Mm -hmm. that adds an additional layer Mm -hmm. to everything yeah. because, you know, it, it just makes it a bit different when you try and talk about certain things. And I think when we tried the first time, we were just like pretty much word vomiting our just past. Yeah, basically. Now we, we have a point, we have more of a little structure. Um, and we know that you guys like are going to love us regardless. So Yeah. And if any of you <laughs> know who ahead. I'm talking about, keep your mouth shut. Let's not. Well, cuz so so we're talking about friendships too. Yeah. So it, it's let let's just dive in. Okay. We'll give everybody kind of a look. Yeah. So I reintroduced this topic. So and it did take a little bit to get Anna on board, but I, I think was, I was not okay with it. But right. I think still not okay with it right now. <laughs> So but it's <laughs> growth therapy. It was. It was the therapy. It was fit into the theme of this week. So I was like, yeah. sure. Well, and so here, here's how the topic got, yeah. came to mind. Uh-huh. So over this past year, we experienced a pandemic, a panorama, uh, Patricia, <laughs> a Pandora. <laughs> so we it changed things. It changed relationships. People were home. People weren't going anywhere all across the world, all across the country. And I noticed so many couples breaking up like so many to the point where I was like, is no one seeing what's going on? Like specifically like even people like in our own lives, like not even celebrities. Oh yeah. Of like people who I was like, oh, they're going to get married. And then I was like, what people we knew celebrities like I follow the bachelor franchise mm. a, a ton there's three different couples that broke up yeah with, within Becca the pandemic. Garrett and Cassie and Colton <gasps> I, forgot about that. I know she's a restraining order out again I right? know but I was like juicy things took the turn for the worst during the yeah. pandemic for them he had he had coronavirus her whole family I supported about her. He was, yes and he then they broke up had COVID at their mm. house He was quarantining. I remember he was like one of the first to get it. Yeah, and was like documenting it. And I just remember the anxiety I had watching his stories. Yeah, and now and they're broken up. And then you know, there's other couples too, like Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler. They Uh, broke up right at the beginning. I loved them. They dated for eleven years. Austin Butler just will always be one of my favorite people. I'm obsessed with him. Really? Oh. I don't know much about him. Oh my God. Well, I, I feel like I was one of the only maybe 10 people on earth who watched the Carrie Diaries oh, on yeah. CW you and I was Sat He's played Sebastian Kidd. I'm like, I still, I still watch that show all the time. Oh, is like, it still I, out? No. It oh. was like two seasons oh, and then oh, it got canceled. Friend. I was one of the only people who liked it, but he <laughs> I, played the heartthrob Sebastian Kidd mm-hmm. and I was like, I still like drool over him. Yeah. So, Sorry, that one just got hit me, hit me hard. We know you like your celebrity yeah. levels. Mm-hmm. But so, so essentially, I was like, holy crap, everybody's breaking up. And I kind of started thinking well, about. I was like, are me and Tyler going to know what's going to happen? No, we we're planning our wedding very actively. But I, I said, I was like, why? Like, what's happening? And I think it came down to a few things. Like, And and this is not all just from me making this up. Like, I, of course, like, went in rabbit holes searching about all these bachelor couples, and celebrity couples, and I was like, why did everyone break up? And it kind of came down to the theme that being home, and this is with roommates too, like, there was no place to go, Mm -hmm. no place to avoid problems. Like, if you normally had problems that you avoided, or you only hung out with your partner or roommates in social situations, and now- you're forced. You're on top of each to one, together. together seven seven. I mean, even with families. Like, if you guys quarantine with families. I mean, like, family issues. Like, you know, what if you don't get along with your family? I mean, Social you were quarantined with your family for a while. Yeah. I was like half quarantined with my family and then half with Tyler as, like, a brand new, newlywed couple. couple. And it, it both were very difficult and very fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my situation was a bit different, but it was a lot. Yeah. And I think that, like, shed a light on why people break up. I couldn't even imagine living with a significant other during the quarantine because... Like my room, I feel like my roommates and I were pretty good. I don't if I, if I'm ever irritated with them, it's more just I'm um, in a mood and anyone was gonna irritate me. Right. But like I have my own room, so there was days that I spent like locked in my room. Yeah, okay, that was super dramatic. But like if I was <laughs> like yeah, yes. like emo Anna locked in her room, locked in. locked in her tower. Um, no, but like if I just like wanted to be alone, like I could. Mm-hmm. And I think like I joked around. Like all the time in quarantine, I think with you and like you know my roommates and stuff. Like if I ever move in with a boy, get married, the mm-hmm. whole whole kit and caboodle, I need my own bedroom. <laughs> I do. Like I one thousand percent do. I, I mean, couldn't. I couldn't. I think it's important for sure to have your own. Space. I I could regardless. Bet you money, like hard earned cash, that if I would had a boyfriend during this pandemic and was quarantined with him, we would not have lost. Well, and that, so that's my point. So it's like you identify yeah. issues about being together. I mean, like, for some people, don't get me wrong, I bet you it was the best time in the life. Like, oh, which is awesome. And not to get – like, me and Tyler, we normally would not be able to see each other until probably 8 or 9 o'clock at night. I would be gone before he would get up, and then he would be back right as I was about to go to bed. Yeah. So it's like – This changed. Like, I mean, I I'm gonna really be upset when we have to go back, and Mm -hmm. because I'm so used to like this situation, seeing him at lunch, whatever. But for some people, a lot of people, it showed more more issues, and I feel like that brings me to then my question, Mm -hmm. and kind of like our topic today is like when when do you know it's time to walk away from a Mm -hmm. relationship, any relationship, so a friendship, uh ex a boyfriend or when do you know it's over like if that person walked away like because I'm sure a lot of people had to have these tough conversations during this time and I think if you are someone who was like you know either broken up with or broke up with your significant other during like this quarantine it's a good thing like I feel like if anything it just like sped up the inevitable in relationships and like yeah. if it didn't work out and it's not going to work out it's better to know that than not to know that for a while you know what I mean right so I don't think it's like necessarily has to be looked at as like a bad thing but I think so what are we just gonna should we just like dive into yeah we need to leave yeah so okay. if we're thinking about our relations obviously neither of us Technically, had a relationship end because of the pandemic, no relationship or friendship wise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know if you think about it, why, why did your relationships end, or like right. when did you know it was time to move on? Right. So I think. So I guess I'll just go first. Um, I think for me, and like, granted, this is a little different for me because, um, my relationships are very different from Lawrence, as in. Um, not that I've had a ton, but like, yeah. I've had them, you know. But like you're single, exactly and you've been dating a while. I've been dating the same person. Exactly. So it's just like a little different. (laughs) Right. Um, but I feel like I've had like, you know, I've had the long-term boyfriend, I've had the rebound, I've had the really nice guy, I've had the relationship that wasn't really a relationship. I've had the getting fucked over. I've had the Mm -hmm. um like filler relationship you're just bored type thing yeah so not that I've had that many exes some of those some people were multiple (laughs) some people fell Um, in all categories some people were all of those (laughs) categories um so I'll just go over like I think like some of the reasons some of the main reasons I had to leave yes key themes so I guess like the first one would definitely have to be like um you weren't grow like I wasn't growing with my boyfriend and I think I mean, if you think about it, like we're all constantly growing, like you're never just like get to a certain age and you're like, all right, I'm grown up, I'm done all the growing, I've matured all the way I like, I will for the rest of my life, like, you know, like your growth and progressing of a a person and everything like that happens throughout your entire life, you will Mm -hmm. always be growing. But I think especially in those like kind of formative years of like college and like even early adulthood, you know, you're still growing you don't really even know who you are as a person and you need to like be able to figure that out and i think in a lot of relationships whether it's in those formative years when you're younger or even now you know, no one's on the same time timeline. I think if you're with someone and you're both still growing, but not growing, you know, within the same direction or not growing as people together, that can be really hard. And so I've definitely been in relationships before where I had a ton of growing up to do, he had a ton of growing up to do, and it wasn't something that we could necessarily do together. And I think especially now, obviously I'm still growing as a person, but like I, I'm different than I was when I was 18, yeah. different than I was at 20. I'm different than when I was at 23, 25. Like I'm 27 now, and I can honestly say I'm way different than I was at any of those ages. Yeah. And you're different than you were this time last year. Exactly, 100%. And so I think um, whether you're in those formative years of not knowing who you are or knowing who you are and you know still growing as a person... There is the possibility that you're with someone where, like, you can't grow together or you need to grow by yourself for that time being. And I think that's important to realize and just figure out that, like, okay, like, where am I at in life? Like, what are my goals? What am I trying to do? What is this person? What are his goals, her goals, whatever? Um, Where do they see their life going right now? What are their priorities for themselves right now? And, like, you can blatantly tell when you're just on different pages. Well, I feel like that's an important thing, too. Not that you're talking about a high school relationship, but especially in high school relationships because you are almost selecting your your boyfriend or girlfriend because of convenience, because you only have a certain pool of people that you're with. And it's very hard. That's why, you know, it's, it's a really great accomplishment for those people who are still together from high school, because you have to really grow Mm -hmm. with them. And it can come very obvious when people are staying because they think that they should stay. Yeah. Rather than they're, they're missing out on the growth. Yeah. Like you said. And it's hard to Like I've committed like you and Tyler, like anyone, whether it was like a high school relationship or even like a college relationship that like stayed together. I think that's so like such a huge feat. And that's awesome because I wasn't able to do it. And I just think like the fact that you're able to find someone to grow with, like both as people and you were able to do it successfully together is huge because most people I don't think can do that but like don't realize it Mm -hmm. and I think it's hard too because it's not necessarily it doesn't always mean that like it was a terrible breakup or it was a terrible relationship or you weren't meant to be together because it could just be for that time in place it's just not supposed to happen yeah and I think it's important too to like if you're in that situation and maybe things necessarily aren't bad but like you can tell there's something off. I think you kind of need to like, one, take inventory of your life, like I said, and, you know, figure out where you're going with your life, where you're at, what you want to do, look at them, like if you're on the same page, but also like if you ever find yourself, especially in those like really at any time in your 20s, like in your high school, college, anytime in your 20s, if you ever find yourself wanting to do something and that person holding you, like thinking they would hold you back from doing it, then it's not the time to be together. No. It's, you either need to break up for good or it's just like this isn't the time because you have What's more ground really to academia? do on your own. And I think sometimes it's blatantly obvious when that's the case and other times it's not. And those, I think, are like kind of not the worst relationships, but those are the hardest because I feel like that's when people get stuck of just like, well, you know, we've always been together. There's yeah. nothing wrong, but that doesn't necessarily mean everything's right. And I think that's exactly what a lot – of people, more, less celebrity, but maybe celebrity, but Mm -hmm. more of the people that we know in our lives, that's probably what happened because it's like, you get so comfortable and so set in just the routine of a relationship that when you're faced, forced to face Mm -hmm. the situation and be like, oh wait, we're different people, we want different things, we're going in different directions. It's almost like made people realize that that was happening. Yeah definitely which is scary yeah so I think that was definitely one of the things I thought of when like obviously planning for this episode was definitely the whole growth factor because that's been an issue for me in the past and I think that's something that maybe not necessarily everyone kind of realizes when they're in the situation um but then another reason for me was just like toxicity as a whole um yeah I mean, yeah, (laughs) I've been, I've been in very, um, emotionally toxic relationships before and, um, they are the worst ones to be in. And I'm not saying like, we were both very toxic for each other. I'm not like saying. So what would you define as a emotionally toxic relationship? Um, it's just like, if it's like emotionally taxing and you can tell that like, like, there was times where I could tell he, like, fed off of me being miserable and, like, sad. And, like, if I – if he was in a bad mood or was sad or, like, upset about things, then I had to be. And if I, you know, if I was having a good day or, like, was doing well and, like, happy about what was going on he and he wasn't, then, like, he had to make sure that, like, I was also oh, in that yeah. state of mind. And I'm not – was not perfect I was also very toxic in the relationship as well but um I think for me it like I knew it was time to leave when you felt like the person in your life who was supposed to be like you know that person for you and like add value to, to your life was more of a burden than anything else like there just came a point in the relationship where I just felt like anytime I had to like think about the relationship or think about bringing him along for something or anything like that it felt like a weight like on me like it was just like a burden to even think about and that's not how you want to be with like your significant other or like your boyfriend or no, girlfriend yeah. anything like that and so it those are like the worst like relationships too because and this is hard because i think anyone who is either in a toxic relationship or has a friend in a toxic relationship. It's like, it's so easy. And like, my friends were so like, how can you not see it? Like if you guys are so toxic for each other, he's awful to you like this, that, and the other. And that person who, whether it's you or it's a friend, they're never going to see it and like do something about it until they see it. And I think it takes a really long time, especially if it's like, a, you know, a, um, like a long-term relationship that you like you've been together for a while um I think that's like really hard to like recognize and um I mean like love is very blinding and that's just like the fact of it and so I think those I think the biggest issue there is just like recognizing when you're feeling that way Mm -hmm. and two like sometimes I feel like people like and, you know, I've, I've said this before. I think I said this, like, in uh episode earlier this week. Like, I'm very much a person who I'm like, like, I have dated assholes. Like, it's just a fact of the matter. Yeah. I'm like – a- Yeah, you like The Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. That's where this conversation <laughs> yes. came from. Like that's the one you go with. Like I said, Damon Salvatore, Ed Westwick. Like okay, I, that was the most shocking. Of, I just of met like the, 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 the dynamic, you know, like I need my issue. I guess we're just going to spill my issues now. <laughs> my issue is like, I need that like banter in a relationship. Like I need someone with thick mm-hmm. skin. I want someone to make fun of me. I want to be able to make fun of them. And I have a hard time like making those boundaries. And Mm. so I think in relationships like that, and I, those are just like the type of men I'm attracted to, which riddle me fucking that. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, I think those are the type of relationships where it's really easy to get toxic, especially like when you're not mature and like you're not growing together and all these like other factors that play into it. So, um, I think for me, it was hard to even decipher, like, you know, is this like, you know, just him, like that. this is our relationship. This is how we are together. And like, I like this or is it just like, this is toxic. This is mean. You're a burden to my life. Like I'm like, yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of people get caught in that cycle because yeah. it is like, you know, is this supposed to be like this? Yeah. Like, is this, cause I'm sure also we're talking about the bad moments. There were a lot of good yeah, moments Yeah, that's too. the thing. It's like, you don't, you let the good moments like trump the bad, right? Like, because 100%. you think you're supposed to do that, yeah. And especially as you are like shaping your human being, yeah. Like you're growing up, yeah. You think that that's okay, but yeah. it's not. Like right now, I know you, and like even though you say that you like people that might treat you like shit or mm-hmm. like that and that's or whatever. Thing, like, not treat me like I feel shit. like you won't. Like yeah, I feel like you thing. would not now you exactly. would never put up with that. Yeah. And that kind of gets into like what we're gonna talk about later, I think. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was a hard it was really hard for me to cipher. And as fucked up as this sounds, sometimes it's like attractive when someone's jealous. And I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> like it's not I don't want to say it's attractive, but it's like Sometimes it's, like, oh, like, he cares. Like and you, I it fuels you a bit. Especially when you're in, like, a very manipulative, like, kind of – I don't know what the word I want to use. In a relationship like that, um, it can fuck with you. And it just – be like, he's just doing it because he cares so much. And I think that's, like, a really terrible mindset to get into because then you're just going to let anything slide. Yeah. And so I think that was – what the moment – like my friends could have told me every single day that like he wasn't the one for me. He was an asshole, blah, this, that, and the other. But until I realized it myself and realized like, okay, this relationship is like putting like a physical mental and emotional toll on me as a human being. And, um, You know, it's he's more of a burden than anything else in my life, that's when I was able to, like, you know, end things and know it was time. But, like, I'm just telling you now, if you're in that relationship or you know of a friend, it just – those are literally the worst ones because until they realize it themselves, they're not going to do anything about it. And that's, like – A sucky thing. You kind of just have to let the relationship go the way it's supposed to. And, like, eventually they'll see it. Yeah. Can't promise you how long it'll take, but it's – that's why toxic relationships are just so fucking toxic. Okay, we want to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this Valentine's Day week. The sponsor of this week is T Boutique Buffalo. Um, you guys should all be familiar with T Boutique because uh, this is Taylor, who has been on our podcast before last um, season one in our um, Boss Babes Week. Taylor is one of my best friends from college, and she owns T Boutique Buffalo. T-Boutique is a small business in Buffalo, New York that has something for everyone. And she really puts so much time, and you can tell from mm-hmm. social media, like she puts so much time into choosing the pieces that everyone's gonna love. There's something for everybody, and she's super size inclusive. Yes. And her page reflects that too. That you know, there is really something for every size, every type of body, mm-hmm. and for every type of style taste. Yes. And we love that because especially when you shop online, you can tell, like she'll do photo shoots with her friends, um, and their are all completely different sizes so you can really see the clothes on someone who maybe fits your body type which we love um so we're just so excited that taylor wanted to partner with us uh this week she is launching her galentine's day collection which you do not so want to miss i may have helped pick some of the <laughs> Some of the things you'll also see it featured on our Instagram page. So um, go to our Instagram to check it out. But you can shop um, all of Taylor's clothes at tboutiquebuffalo.com and on her Instagram at tboutiquebuffalo. Um, and then if you use Girl Vibes Only 20 um, at checkout, you will get 20% off your purchase, which is super exciting. Yeah. So make sure you check them out, use Girl Vibes Only 20 and get shopping. Mm-hmm. Taylor, tell Taylor we sent you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's another reason. And then I think the third reason, sorry, I need a I need drink, need a little sip for uh-huh. this one. What um, I think like one of the third reasons, I mean, there's obviously been multiple reasons why I've broken up with people, but, um, I think it's really easy to love someone and it's really hard to like them. And I think that like falling in love should be like the easiest thing you ever do. Like falling in love shouldn't be hard. If it is hard, like why do it? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that whole like stage of the relationship is super fun and cute and like it's all rainbows and butterflies and everything like that. But I think um, it can get to a point in a relationship where like you have to like look at someone at their core and who they are as a human being. And I think like think in order for something to work, you need to love someone, but you also like need to like who they are. Because there's a ton of people where like I loved them, but like I didn't necessarily like them, honestly. Like when you think about like if you were an outside person looking in and you saw how they treated you, how they treated their friends, how they treated other people on the street, like would you like them as a human being? And if the answer is no, I think that's super telling. Yeah. Like, because it's, I, I just think it's like, being in love is super easy. There's like, it should be easy if it's not easy. Like I said, why are you doing it? But I think liking, liking someone and who they are can be really hard sometimes. And I think at the beginning of a relationship, when you, you know, start dating someone, you don't know them fully. Yeah. And like, you haven't been through like hard times together. And I think that's when people's true characters, you know, come out. So I think you obviously start out a relationship liking them, but, like, that can change. You don't know them fully. You fall in love. That's the fucking easy part of it all. Yeah. And then I think there comes to a point where you need to really look. And, like, if you don't – if you're looking at the person and you don't like who they are as a person, like, if you were a bystander off the street, like, looking in, I think that's really telling because you can't love someone and hate them not like who they are and stay yeah. in a relationship. And I think that was really hard for me to learn. Um And – yeah, just a, a, little, a little tidbit on that one. Yeah. No, I think I think that's, that's a profound statement because I think that's very accurate. And a lot of people don't recognize that there is a difference. Yeah. And they think that, you know, oh, well, I love them. So even though they're annoying me and I want to spend no time with them and I want to be in a separate room with them all yeah. the times. And the only time I want to hang out with them is in social settings because then I'm with other people. Yeah. They think that's normal when it's like, no, you need to like them on the weird Tuesday nights that you guys are sitting at home, nothing to do. And when people are like, when you're like, oh, why are you with someone or something like that? When their answer is, oh, because they love me. Like, that's not a reason to be with someone. Like, that is literally loving someone is the easiest part of the relationship. Yeah. And like, if you can't say that, like, you like them for who they are as a human being, then I think... That's a huge red fucking flag and you need to readjust, address the situation. Yeah. So I don't know those, that's... those are my, my three top ones I would say. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, thank you for, you're for you're being welcome. open and vulnerable. You're so welcome. I mine are So like I said, I was also thinking about this and thinking about when I knew relationships in my life were over or, they were over before they were over, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of no, like reevaluating that for not just my past relationships, because again, I have been in a very serious relationship, obviously, since a long time. I graduated high school. Um, but with friendships too. And I mean that for me, like, okay, everybody on this podcast knows me. I am a huge empath. I am a huge people pleaser. I don't like change. And I don't like making people upset. So that is a huge fault of mine. Yeah. Because I will stay, and I'm also very loyal to a fault. Like mm-hmm. I will stay you are. way longer. Than I should mm-hmm. in any situation. Yeah, like I remember my earliest memory of like school, for example, is I bawled my eyes out when I had to say goodbye to my first grade teacher. Oh that I made her a scrapbook and with pictures of us. It's like the, free, freaking this little, the like she probably thought it was cute, but a full page scrapbook of we probably had four pictures together. I don't know. I was oh my <laughs> first God. grader, oh. but because I hate change that much, I hate leaving people yeah. behind. I hate, I hate that. Um. So I had to really dig into some reasons of like why, why, when did I do it? Things were over. Yeah. So the first, first one is definitely very similar to what you said. And I resonate a lot with the growing piece. Yeah. So, and I kind of reiterated that, but if you're not growing with the person, if you guys are on two separate paths, it can be very easy to stay together because it's easy. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest thing in the world, Yeah, staying together, you know, choosing to love each other despite all the challenges you're going to have. But sometimes it doesn't work and you have to know that this is not going to work. And I think with with some relationships I've had and um, friendships I've had. I could see both. Like, mm-hmm. we outgrow each other. Yeah, I can definitely – I definitely have friendships that I've just outgrown 100%. And it's it's hard to to say that because especially if we're thinking of, say, friendships from high school. Yeah. You know, and even from elementary school. Like, I have had best friends that I don't even speak to anymore. Yeah, same. And it's hard because, like, they were your best friend at one point in your life, mm-hmm. but you outgrow each other. Yeah. And you're different. And and so, so that is tough for me and I – need to recognize that for sure and I think that's also something to recognize that like I think that's going to continue to happen throughout our life and I think absolutely especially now like when we're this age I think that happens all the time to people it's like outgrowing you know the relationship you're in or the friendship you're in Mm -hmm. and I think it's just like not as like talked about enough or because I feel like we're at the point and I am guilty of this too I feel like at this stage in our lives when I see someone's dating I'm like oh they'll get married because oh like, yeah why why, why would, would they date break someone? up I yeah think exactly the same thing. and then when people break up I'm like oh my god you're right? like shocked and I'm like no like you can still outgrow someone and be 30 like yeah it's just it's going to continue to happen and it you know could happen to anyone and I mean, if I think about it too, like as with friendship, if I think about my parents' friends, mm-hmm. they're mostly they're people who are relevant to their life now. Mm-hmm. They're our neighbors, and my my me and my sister's friends' parents mm-hmm. because that's who they met. Like they're hardly friends with any high school yeah. parents. Like, and not that again, times were a little bit different back then, but it it does. I can already see as now being married, having a dog. Owning a home, like my priorities are starting to shift. That I not like to have it. I right. know, but like, you know, I can see that. Me too. Things could change, like you know, with with friend with. And I'm not meaning Anna because I'm getting a lot of side eye here, and she gets smirks. mad at me because I keep telling her she needs to wait a couple years until they pop out a kid, and I have no plans for any children. I'm just right saying, now, everyone. I'm just saying, I don't need you being a boring mom, but. The- but like the thing is, it's like you know, relevant. I'll probably be friends with a bunch of other boring moms once I have a kid, and I'm not okay with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not know, okay it with changes. that. I'm not ready for that yet. I know I'm not going anywhere. And <sighs> so you no, know, you can outgrow me. I'm not outgrowing you. Yeah. podcast to put yes. on. <laughs> Just this is, we're gonna be doing this podcast where 50 solely so lauren doesn't leave me as a friend this is the only threat. Yeah, th- i'm, I'm gonna, gonna be together. Like, i'm gonna be we're gonna be 35 you're gonna be on like kid number three and i'm still gonna be a fucking bachelor or bachelorette i don't know single as fuck i'll be like lauren we have to record tonight and you're gonna be like I'm, i have to take the kids to soccer. i'm preoccupied anna marie like i have other things going on in my life and i'm like Dear God, no. That's what's going to happen. Whatever. But you all understand where I'm going with that. And related, but also different. I think for me, if I'm literally being honest and answering the question of like, when did I know relationships were over? Like you just get a gut feeling. You do. And a lot of people ignore that gut feeling a lot of people ignore it. I ignored it for like a good six months. But in it's like you know. Like if you oh, sit yeah. back and think about it like you know mm-hmm. what is going on. You you know it's over and like you know in my like high school relationships and again it's all I can really talk about yeah. if I'm thinking of like romantic relationships but it's you, you just know. Me. You just had like a feeling like you know there's you know when you know. fight There's more fighting. There's more lies. There's more – like, you just know that something's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that, if I'm being honest, that feeling carries into friendships, too, that I've had to let go throughout college and after college. Yeah. It's like – I'm like, why am I holding on to this? Mm-hmm. I just know it's over. Like, I f- could feel it. I've had friendships before where I literally have been like, why do you want to be friends with me? Like, we aren't good friends to one another. Like. Yeah there's no reason like to be doing this right now which is sad but it's just true. Well, so that brings me into I feel like we're kind of talking about without talking about it, like what we've learned from our okay. past relationships. Yeah. I think that that was one of mine mm-hmm. about value. Like if you are recognizing that there is no value, like sit back and think, what value is this bringing me? Yeah. And if you can't think of a million reasons, yeah, why is that person in your life? Yeah i yeah i agree i mean that it's just quality over quantity value mm-hmm. over i don't know what the opposite would be but no i 100 agree and i think you realize when like a relationship of any kind is like taking a turn for the worst but should we get into like what we've learned oh yeah that's, okay oh that's we're doing okay i'll just go down the list yeah um okay well one me being the person I am, I being in those, all those types of relationships, I know what I don't want from relationships. Yes. And I think that's almost more important than knowing what you do want. 100%. And for a really long time, I feel like I just had a list of things I don't want in a relationship, which I think is important to have, but I actually saw on TikTok um, mm-hmm. This girl was like, I challenge you to like write down like 88 things you want in a person. Like, 88. 88, 88 traits, and it, ca- it can moly. be, like, it doesn't have to be. It can be, like, open my door for me. Like, that okay. can be one of them. Yeah. But so I sat down and did it the one day, and it was fucking hard. It was so hard to, like, think of 88 reasons. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot. But, I mean, if you think about it, if all the reasons you like Tyler, I'm there's sure probably way more than that. Yeah. And so I, like, sat down and, like, literally wrote down 88 reasons. I should have looked at it before coming on here. But, um... It was really really hard and I think I'm happy I did it because I feel like I took the time and I'm like oh yeah like these are things I'm like looking for in a person but I think honest honestly knowing what I didn't want helped make the list of what I do want but I think yeah. knowing what you don't want is almost more important than knowing what you do yeah because you won't settle for things that you don't want yeah um so there's that Um, I think for me too and I think I touched on this a little is like realizing how important boundaries are in any relationship Mm -hmm. and I think boundaries like I said kind of with the like you know play like making fun of each other that type of thing that's like a boundary that like I know I need to set for myself in like future relationships that like I didn't necessarily have in the past and I think like boundaries can be for literally anything and you need to know like when to tell a person like hey I can take it this far but after that it like affects me or I don't you know well that almost comes down to knowing your worth like you know you know what someone should treat you like and yeah. it's more of a respect thing now mm-hmm. like you guys can easily have like that funny calling each other curse word yeah. relationship that you want mm-hmm. with him still respecting you yeah and it's just I think and that's just like learning boundaries in general like throughout your life like we were talking about earlier like work boundaries like mm-hmm. work um like work-life balance like that's a boundary that you need to set so I think just knowing what your boundaries are and knowing how to set them and like tell them to your boyfriend girlfriend whatever is really important so that is one thing I learned um another thing is like it's no one else's responsibility to make you happy but you And I think that in past relationships, there's definitely been times where, like, I'm having a bad day or, like, I'm not happy. And you can be, like, want to be around someone because they make you happy. But at the end of the day, like, whether it's a friendship, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a family member, not to be dark, but everyone's going to kick it one day. It's a little dark. I'm just – it's the the truth, though. (laughs) Like, you're – they're going to lose people in your life, whether it's because of, you know – you grow, grow You outgrowing each other mm-hmm. breakups anything like that and I think it's important that you need to be happy with yourself and, and that's another like cliche thing is like you need to love yourself or you can love other people that whole thing but like it's true and no one else is gonna make you happy without like you doing it yourself and I think that's really selfish of you or anyone to put on another person because no matter how, how hard the other persons try if you're not happy with yourself like that's they can't make that happen for you. Yeah. So that's important. Um knowing my own toxic traits and like working through them. Um everyone has toxic traits. Mm-hmm. All of you do. If you come and say you don't, that's a toxic trait. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. And like I not know not thinking you're toxic. Yeah, not toxic. thinking you're toxic is toxic. And I know I have my own like issues that I need to like get through. Everyone has perks. No one is perfect. Exactly. And I think it's important to like know that and know what your toxic traits are because it's going to be If you know like what like maybe issues or stuff you have in relationship um and someone calls you out on it and you recognize that that is an issue for you it's not going to turn into a huge blow-up fight and it's going to be a civil conversation of shit you're right I'm sorry like I need to you know we need to readdress things so I think just knowing yourself and like knowing the baggage you have or the toxic traits you have and like you're working through them I think is really important and then um Lastly, for me, was like we've talked about this before. Like, I'm a um, when it comes to like love language and stuff, Mm -hmm. like words of affirmation and words in general are just really important for me. And I think it's knowing that like words aren't everything, but they do count for something. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely been in relationships where they were telling me everything I wanted to hear, like, we're like saying everything, and I was like loving it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this person likes me so much, and then you know. I got fucked over. Yeah. And I think that's important to realize, like, you know, take kind of take people, what people are saying to you with a grain of salt. Don't be like so naive, be a little like cautious before proceeding and things. And like, you know, people can talk to talk the talk, but they also need to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side of that is I've been in relationships where they've said awful things to me. And like, I like, you know, I'm, not shy of cursing and things like that, but like I won't even like repeat things that I've been called in the past. And I think that one, it's knowing now that like I will never let anyone talk to me the way that I've been talked to in the past. Mm -hmm. And no one should ever be, the things that I've been called should never be said to anyone, um, especially by someone who like supposedly like loves you and everything like that. So I think um, knowing the words I say to myself and how I think of myself ranks higher than the words good or bad that someone else says to me or about me. And I think that can be taken in ge- anywhere in general, mm-hmm. but specifically in relationships, just know, knowing that like, cause there was a time like in like that toxic relationship where I was called like terrible things when I did like know it was time to leave. And like, you know, we broke up went our separate ways, everything like that. Like I was pretty fucked up for a really long time and now I'm at the point where I can like joke around and laugh about it. And like, it's like honestly a joke in our friend group and like I'm over it now, but it took like, I was in other like relationship after relationship after that one and still was like, you know, fucks with you. It. it really does. Yeah. And like, um, I just think knowing, yeah, like knowing now that like, I know my worth and I know I would never let anyone if I ever got into a relationship moving forward with someone and they even said anything remotely, remotely, like, what I've been called to or said to in the past, I would know I'm done. Like, I just can't – I can't do it. And I think I would know that, like, I – like, what I think about myself, like, ranks way higher than what any – Yeah. Like, again, I, yeah. I think you respect yourself so much yeah. more than you once did. Yeah. And you respect yourself – not, I don't want to say enough for mm-hmm. for a relationship, but, like, you're going to know when it's time to leave. You're not going to let anyone yeah. talk to you like that or walk all over you mm-hmm. or, you know, do anything because you know yeah, what you need to do. And it's, like, sad, too, because when I think back on it, like, think back on, like, that relationship and, like, just, like, that time in general, it is, like, really sad that I ever, like, let someone say the things that were said to me, like, to me. But it also just comes with like time and like a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm way more confident now than I was at that time in my life. And so just like having that, but then also knowing that like what I think of myself is way more important than what someone else has to say. So I think that just like comes with time, like with anything. But um Yeah, that's exactly what what I had. So yeah. so I'll say what I learned because it's exactly the same. And these two tie together. It's to not place my worth into a relationship Mm -hmm. and any relationship, but to not identify myself. Like I feel like in my past relationships, I lost myself because I was someone's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I was someone's friend. I was kind of always that passive party in any relationship care yeah. that I was in and f- because of that I lacked confidence I didn't speak up for myself I let things happen that I shouldn't I let people walk all over me and mm-hmm. I you know w- like came out on the wrong side of yeah. the, every relationship so yeah. it was also hard especially being like your friend you being so nice and who you are as a person watching someone like take advantage of that is like so f- fucking annoying to watch and like see happen yeah and I think you definitely I think you have grown a lot in the fact that like you don't I don't feel like I need to like be like fuck you to people if they're like you don't let people walk all over you right like well yeah like I yourself. had to and I had to learn that like I had to gain that confidence and to realize that I am my own person yeah. I can take care of myself if I need to like yeah I can be nice but also respect myself yeah know my worth mm-hmm. and it, it just comes. You're right. Like it comes with time. Like there, it wasn't like a switch went off, and I, know. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so confident now, and I'm yeah. so great." It's like I still, you know, have have situations where I'm like, Oof. but like, no. you know, like I was, I was well into my twenties before I that whole other that situation. Like I felt confident enough and like yeah. knew myself enough to be like, no, like right. you need all the tools that yeah. that align to feel like this. And I think that people nowadays, like, you know, I'm really encouraged because I think everybody cares about self-care way more now. And they care about therapy way more now. And they care about talking about feelings way more now. Yeah. Like back then it was kind of like it happened and get over it. Yeah. Like you're still talking about it. You're still worrying about that. Like get over it. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, like I had like a lot of like, you know, issues, like you know, and you had a lot of issues and like it, it, it just sucks. And it sucks that anybody puts their part of their personality into a relationship and so when that ends you feel like part of you is missing yeah and that's hard like I know I've been in friendships too where that's happened where I would give my all to someone as a friend mm-hmm. and be there and be supportive and they would still treat me like trash yeah and walk all over me and you know put me down and make me feel bad and make everybody else feel bad yeah it's just, why? Yeah. Why are we doing that? It's not worth it, like, in the end. No. And so it's, like, you know, I, I wrote in all caps in that line, like, be your own person in a relationship. Um, and, and that also comes into, and this isn't, like, what we're talking about, but I feel like some of these relationships are often the ones that do not work well, is when you stop spending time with your friends to be with that person Mm -hmm. and you constantly are together with that person you guys don't have separate interests you don't have separate pastimes because there's going to be times where you need to do that and like you need to come back together and be like here's how my night went how here you go like (laughs) and like kind of what we talked about before like you still need to grow like we're all continuing to grow and there's the issue of you may not be growing yeah. together, but you need to still be growing as a person and if you're not yourself in the relationship, you're not growing right. And um, yeah, I mean, you need like it's just I don't know I think that overall our our main theme with this whole thing is knowing your worth and mm-hmm. respecting yourself enough, yeah, in any relationship or partnership or friendship to Just be your own person. Have that confidence to know what's right for you. Know when to walk away. Yeah. And to know that it's okay to feel all these things Mm -hmm. in a really easy and nice and comfortable relationship. Yeah. Like this, we're talking about like kind of some extremes here. But like there's definitely times where it's going to be super comfortable and super hard to walk away. But you get that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And you know it's time to move on. Yeah and and sometimes you just have to make that next step speaking of um trash bag who um Mm. i'm obviously not gonna name him but you know trash bag we'll talk about trash bag trash bag is the one i referenced when i said he like told me everything that was like good and then like didn't walk the walk didn't yeah he talked to talk but he didn't walk the walk he had the audacity well he, he, I got the follow from him on Instagram mm. recently, which is weird. <laughs> um, so that's funny, but he <laughs> fucking like, why? Why? <laughs> and funny. like, it didn't end well. Um, and I remember, like, I think this was the thing is like, this time last year, I was nice. Can I just say, you know, everyone I probably was talking about in this, or you know, most of the yeah, people, yeah, yeah, and like, I was very kind mm-hmm. with everything I just said, I couldn't agree a lot. A lot worse. And I think at this time last year when we recorded this, it was a lot worse. Yeah. But a little after this time last year, he matched with me on Hinge. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And I literally, I opened (laughs) it and I literally, because I couldn't just, I couldn't not like ignore it. And I literally commented back and I was like, LOL, you got me fucked up. (laughs) Like in what fucking world? (laughs) Well, that's the thing too, ladies, especially. They will always come back. They know when they F up some something good. Yeah. And it's it's the most impressive and great thing to do what you did and just be like, it feels No, good. I'm not interested. Especially <laughs> it feels good when he like likes my Instagram post. And I'm like, do you not fucking understand? I don't I didn't follow you back. I don't follow you on anything. Why? Why do you care what I'm doing? Oh my god. Yeah. He actually he liked my Instagram post yesterday. Well, it was a good Instagram post. Thank you. But well, I'd, I'd rather you be like, it's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Well, Anna's days. I'm going to we'll give him I got a new oh. tattoo. Oh, yeah. I hope I see him in person. So I got a Harry Potter lightning bolt tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'm showing the camera. So if you want to see it, it's on YouTube. <laughs> but it's on my middle finger, like on the inside. Look how beautiful. So now I'm saying when I flip people off, it's magical. Mm hmm. That I did. This was like this has been like a week old. I got this last week. Yeah, it's starting to peel. It hurt like a motherfucker. If you were that's wondering. normal, right? When it peels, yes, it's supposed to do that. I don't um, have any tattoos. I don't understand. Anna Marie has like twenty. I have eight, <laughs> not twenty, <laughs> I have not eight. not twenty. Let's not put that out there. My mother. Will she has a kill sleeve. Me. No, I do not. That's such a lie. Um. Yeah. No. So I hope I see him out, so I can be like, "Fuck you, trash bag." I think you should give that magic spread it all around anyone who makes you mad. I mean I, I I do I should just say I'll be spreading a lot of magic. I get really upset if anyone ever flips me off. do you car. I find it I take so, it so personal. I, Are you serious? I'm like, oh my, I think about it for days. <laughs> Oh, I laugh. If someone flipped me off the other day and I was cracking up. Are you serious? I mean, people generally don't flip me off. I feel like I'm a very good driver. But if it ever does happen or someone yells, I sweat. I think about it a lot. Really? (laughs) It's so funny. I'm, like, the worst person to drive with because, like, I get – I definitely have road rage. You're the one probably giving me Oh, I, I flip people off all the time, <laughs> scream at people all the time. For, like, I could, like – Literally, I could just, like, be sitting in traffic just annoyed and I'll scream at people. But I – Because I've been on the end of being, like, really angry. So if I ever see someone who, like, flips me off or you screaming at like, me, yeah. I just laugh because I'm just, like, you look like an idiot. But then 10 minutes later, that person is me. Yeah. So it's just, you know – it's a never-ending circle, but that's really funny that you get upset. <laughs> Are we surprised? I mean, no, not at all. But, like, I really, I don't think I've ever thought of if you get flipped off while driving. I just, like, really, like, take it personally, and it makes me sad and upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Meanwhile, I'd probably be, like, behind you, like, <laughs> probably yeah like no one else they forget about it like this i can i honestly i probably look psychotic when i drive because i'll be like one have like my leg up on the fucking thing and like one hand and like jamming out and then Eating someone will do something rice. and i'll be like fuck you. and then like go back like to just driving and like bopping along to whatever that's really funny lauren i am who i am it is what it is say lovey la <laughs> oh my god okay well i think i'm over this episode to be completely honest i i think we covered it all mm-hmm. i think so uh thank you all for joining us on this wonderful journey of yeah. the episode mm-hmm. as well as the journey of valentine's day week yes and i hope you enjoyed the tea we just spilled lots of tea go go back lots and of- si- dissect it piping hot tea mm-hmm. you might burn your tongue you might blow on it a little before you drink it. I right, now, you're freaking me okay. out. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L vibes only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. TTYL XOXO girl vibes only.